Now entering Nerdist.com. True it with a guy named Kevin. True it and this other guy Steve. True it from the TV and the movies and now this podcast stream. True it, they're gonna get chewy. True it, they might even get me. True it, but they're gonna get funky on this podcast thing. Mmm. Mmm. Well, that's, that's a lot of chewing right there. Well, it's, uh, you know. It's been a while. It's two weeks worth of chewing right yeah, there. Yeah, and we had Halloween in there. So in fact, <laughs> I, I, got a lot, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I got chocolate with a whole mixture of, like, nuts and nougats sure, and, sure. and wafers. Yeah, it's like as my kids get older, their they're, uh, candy baskets get heavier. You know what I mean? Oh, believe me, kid. Uh, I've been dealing with that my whole life. And then Dad gets heavier. <laughs> <laughs> my candy basket's pretty heavy. I hear it. I hear that, dog. All right, well, let's talk about Halloween. But first, wait. Okay, let's get let's get the business out of the way. Yeah, that's what you. Hi, say. everybody. Hi, Chew Crew. Hi. Sorry, we missed you last week. We were shooting a movie, <laughs> which we'll talk about. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Are you gonna pick it up a little bit? What do you mean? I want you to pick up your energy. Oh, though. my energy's not good enough? Okay. No. no hey, Chew Crew, what's up, buddy? Hey. What's up, buddies? As if it's a buddy. Awesome. What's up, buddies? The yeah, Chew we, Crew um, is our buddy. The Chew Crew is our buddy. Oh, I know. I love the fucking I know. Chew Crew. You know, we've gotten a couple of tweets from uh, these people who send us, like, it's like a British product. Yeah. Have you seen those? And not just a Where product, it's like a, a food. Yeah, but it's like, a, it's like a bag of assorted candies. Yeah. And it's called Chew Crew. Yeah, I love it. We've gotten a few of those. Great. All those Brits out there. Hey, all you Brits out there. Hey, what's up? Uh, the Brit crew. Good day. How do you say hello in British? Cheers. Oh, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, Britain. Cheers. And can you call them Britain or Britannia? Sure. You can call them whatever the fuck what, you want. What's limeys? Can you call them limeys? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think that's uh, become taboo yet. Uh, well, God, there's, you know, the, 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 the list uh, is... Well, the Lime Association uh, of America might be upset about that. Sure. And also the uh, the scurvy. Uh, that's people who suffer yeah. from scurvy. Yeah. Like, uh, children with scurvy. Yeah, because weren't those the? I mean, that's limeys are, are the British soldiers who sucked limes to avoid yeah, sailors. Scurvy, right? Yeah, yeah, they'd bring the they'd yeah, bring sailors. the limes on the ships, and then that, that would, yeah. vitamin C or whatever would you know, help prevent scurvy. Yeah, it's interesting that like you know somebody could take offense at being called a limey. Yeah, well, I guess you know if you uh, have a real affinity for limes, you might think it's a derogatory comment. Sure, sure. Or once again, if you have scurvy. <laughs> right. And you Does know. anyone have scurvy anywhere? True crew, if you have scurvy, tweet us. <laughs> yeah. Uh tweet us all your tweet us all your scurvy questions. Do I, don't know. I don't know how scurvy. Okay. But we're gonna talk about that movie, we're gonna talk about Halloween, but let me do this first, because yeah. I want to tell you something, Lemmy. Yeah, Kev. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace? Squarespace. 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 That's pretty good, huh? Yeah, they're already getting more than their money's worth. I know. it. Squarespace is the easiest way to create a beautiful website, blog, or online store for your ideas. Squarespace features an elegant interface, beautiful templates. That's what she said. Mm -hmm. And incredible 24-7 customer support. Try Squarespace at squarespace.com. Enter the offer, Chewin, C-H-E-W-I-N, and you get 10% off. That's a good deal for the Chew Crew. That's a great deal. Even if you're in Britain. Even the, do the Limeys have Squarespace over there? I'm sure. Yeah, they got the internet. Squarespace. They got the internet. Squarespace. But you enter the code CHEWIN, C-H-E-W-I-N, to get 10% off. Okay. Here's the meat of this of this ad, Lemmy. Ooh, a meat. I'll do this as a British person. Okay. Building a website can be tough. And even if you know your way around coding, creating something looks good and works well as a time-consuming affair. 
whether it's for a business site, a portfolio, a restaurant, whatever else in this day and age, you probably need one anyway. Well, lucky for us, Squarespace makes it easy to build beautiful websites without breaking a sweat. It's interesting. Your mouth seems to have a hard time saying Squarespace. It's a, it's a kind of a tongue twister. But you can build a website without breaking a sweat. I often sweat at my computer. Yeah, you do, <laughs> without moving. <laughs> Squarespace provides simple, powerful, beautiful website templates for you to work with. Not only that, those templates are part of Squarespace responsive design, which means your website scales to look great on any device, further minimizing the hassles of making a website on your own. It's like I think you say Squarespace. Squarespace. S-Q-U-O. It's my Connecticut accent. Every website you build also comes with a free online store if you need it. Huh? Just need something minimalistic but powerful? Their cover page feature also allows you to set up a beautiful one-page online presence in minutes. Your cadence is weird today. <laughs> Powerful? I'm, I'm stressing things. Seriously, seriously, seriously. Ser- let's get serious. You can't beat the ease and simplicity of Squarespace. Squarespace gives you 24-7 <laughs> online support. And a beautiful website for only 8 bucks a month. Beautiful website for a beautiful man, Kev. 8 bucks a month? What can you do for 8 bucks a month? Nothing. No, That's like two bucks a week. Yeah, it's like a cup and a half of coffee over at uh, at, at uh, Starbucks. Sure, two bucks a week. You could feed a a, vill- a village in the I in guess the so. jungle. A UNICEF okay. thing. Go on, forget it. Disregard. You could even get a free domain if you buy Squarespace for the year. So what are you waiting for? Start a trial with no credit card required and start building your website today. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the offer code CHEWIN, C-H-E-W-I-N, to get 10% off your first purchase. And then the people know that you're listening to the to the, to the the Chew here. Yeah. You know I mean, that's how people know. Yeah, that's how the Squarespace people will be like, you know what? That was money well spent. So that's how you show your support for our podcast. We thank Squarespace for their support of chewing it. Squarespace. Two things. Two things. Hold on. Hold on. I, I didn't do the fucking tagline. Just hold on. Hold on. Okay. Let me back up again. Okay. We thank Squarespace for their support of chewing it. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. Oof. Do you like that one? Ooh, I do. It's like you're becoming, build it beautiful. You're becoming quite a pitch man. I know. I should. Uh, I should get some work in that field. Yeah, but I wonder if that's like now. I'm getting paranoid. Like maybe if that's why you keep trying to read the copy because you're trying to. You're trying to build a career here, and you're trying to build it beautiful. <laughs> you hear that, Squarespace? Hey, hey, hey. You hear that? Uh, uh, well, good uh, over the two years of us doing a tune I've got no jobs based on that, so I wouldn't worry about that. Yeah, well, I, I had feel to, no paranoia whatsoever. I had an audition for uh, DraftKings, I did our own sponsors. I didn't, so yeah, well, there didn't, you go. I didn't book the job. They I know, but no you idea. got the audition. Yeah. So don't think that just because I'm reading this ad, makes I'm getting some sort of leg up. Yeah. Well, that was... We're a team. Let me... Come on. We are a team. And I doubt if you've ever had your leg up. <laughs> hey, hey, oh. <laughs> let me let me do a plug for us real quick. Okay. Before... Can I say something before people yes. forget yes. the copy you just read? Yes. I also liked the way you said domain. Domain? Like, if I didn't know you and I heard you read that copy, I'd be like, I could be friends with that guy. Why? Well, domain, it's like sort of like when I lived in Koreatown, the way I, yeah. like, people were like... Koreatown? I like the way you say Koreatown. The way you said domain it made me uh, believe that you and I could still we could meet cute at okay. this day and age and become friends. Okay, so because of the way I say the word domain, domain. I was like, I like that guy. I like the way he said that. Because do, I, I stress the do domain. Yo, domain. Yeah, that'd be a good name for a kid. Domain Lemmy. What about D apostrophe domain? Yeah, domain Lemmy. Huh? Oh, that's not bad. That's a pretty good name. Let me do our uh, our plug before we. Head too far down this road here. Okay. Uh, so, we're going back on the road. Again, we're going back on the road, guys. Yeah. Chew crew. Listen up. A second ago. Uh, we're going to San Diego. Yeah. One of our favorite towns. 
right? Yeah. Do you know what that means, San Diego? Uh, St. Jim. Look at you, Mr. (laughs) Spanish. Go on. Go on. You can't put one over on this kid. Go on. I'm sure I taught you that in the first place. You probably did. You probably did. Yeah. Like Diego Maradona is actually Jim Maradona. Sure. That's your dad's name, though, right? Diego? Yeah. Yeah, pretty close. We call him that for fun. Hey, Diego. Um, That's what they call the Argentinians, the Diegos. Oh, do they? No. No. Go on. All right. So uh, we're going to be in San Diego in December. They call the Italians the Dagos. You're messing up. I'm trying to plug our shit here. Yeah, but this is like my. This is our little rhythm here. It's like you yeah. talk and then I throw in bullshit. You talk, I throw in bullshit. Right, but look, we can do all kind of bullshit. Let me just let me just let people know. People are like, "Where are you gonna be?" We're gonna be in San Diego. Okay. December 10th, 11th, and 12th. Where? The American Comedy Company, one of our favorite clubs. God, I love that place. It's a great club. I love it's always place. packed. It's always a laughing crowd. It's always a smart crowd. It's always a fun crowd. And uh, easy for us to get to. Yep. It's so a great always, town. So we're always in a good mood. We're always in a good mood. It's yeah. a great town, San yeah. Diego. We always have fun. Yeah. And was it the gas lamp district? Is that, it's the gas lamp district. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so American Comedy Company, December 10th, 11th, 12th. The tickets are on sale now. Yeah. Uh, I guess you can go to the American Comedy Company website. I don't have it in front of me. Uh, nor- I'll put the info up on uh, heffernandlemmy.com. We got to get that up and rolling again because... Yeah. People need to know. You're right. It's time. Okay. So, uh, uh, but if you're in San Diego, San Diego area, Southern California, come to American Comedy Company, December 10th, 11th or 12th, and we're going to do a new show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to do a new show. All new. Brand new material. We say that now. We say that now. Then I'm going to get scared. Well, because our new... <laughs> well, I know. My heart's already... I'm having palpitations. I or, guarantee at least half all new material. <laughs> Do you know how you say palpitations in Spanish, Kev? Palpitations. You're actually pretty close. Okay. Palpitaciones. That's bullshit. No, it's not You're fucking bullshit. I'm fluent in Spanish. Palpitaciones. 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 No, that's Italian. Oh. Palpitaciones. <laughs> Palpitaciones. No, but uh, but speak, actually, that segues back to my thing about the Diego and everything. You know that, like... You like racist humor, Kev? No, I don't. Because you're the biggest racist I've ever met. You, you say that to to re- deflect it off of you onto me. But go ahead. See, I was saying, like, uh, do you think there would be? What about a good name for baby? Deflection. <laughs> D apostrophe flexion. Deflection, Lemmy. Yeah, that's a good name. Deflection. Sure. Um, you know how there's one uh, a racist term for times is dagos. Yeah. Do you think a time people ever say to themselves, "Where does the day go?" Um, maybe. Not a day goes by without me thinking about where does the day go. Here, let's pause for the laughter to subside from okay. the true crew. Okay. Should we put that up in San Diego? Yeah. That material? Yeah, let's put it up in there. I actually was sifting back through a few uh, true crew stories to uh, to tell on stage. True crew stories? Like what? Stories that we've told on the podcast. Before. Oh, okay. You know? As as you uh, as we desperately fun stories. seek material for No, no, I just think, you know, I like I like stories. I like telling stories. You love your story. Um, how was your Halloween? It, it was actually it was actually great. It was fun. Yeah. It was uh, it was it was bad. I mean, it wasn't bad, but like uh, what happened was uh, at like at about six o'clock when while we were getting ready, right? Uh, we had been to a birthday party for our eldest son okay. earlier in the day with yeah. a bounce house out in Simi Valley. Okay, like a sweat. I got in the bounce house with oh, the kids, like, Jesus. sweating hard. Threw a few elbows in there. Uh, you know, only, only, uh, well, there was like, uh, it was one of the situations too, where like one of the kids, it was like an 11 year old who was like almost as tall as me, which I, I don't like to begin with. Right. But also I was like, God, kid, like kid's dense. Like, yeah. Literally. He's de- like, I'm like, he's got to weigh like 180. He shouldn't be in the bounce house. Yeah. It was like, it, it, it messes up the whole equilibrium. Right. 
and I was only in there with with uh, with my son, and then I was playing the pop it game, you know, where like all the kids would be, you know, like standing still, and like we'd start bouncing at the same time, one, two, three, and then I'd like jump down and like slam the thing, and all the kids would pop up in the air. Yeah. Okay. And because uh, you're the heaviest, because I was the heaviest. If I was in that thing, it would be me doing. It'd that. be legendary. Right. It'd be le- those kids would go through the roof. Sure. It'd probably sure. be a one and done though. Yeah, they'd all freak out and start running away. Well, they'd go through the roof, and you'd, you know, you'd. I'd go through the ground. Yeah, you go to China. <laughs> uh, uh, the, I tell you, I, the la- one of the last birthday parties I went to uh, uh, with a bounce house, uh, kids were all in it. It was packed, and suddenly a kid vomited in it. Gross. So the kid vomits in the bounce house, right? And of course, it starts bouncing. You know, the puke is bouncing, right? But so the parents have to clear it. Ew. And then, like, four parents got in there to wipe it down. Yeah. And the kids were being held back like just rabid animals because they wanted to get in the bounce house. Yeah, they don't understand. They don't understand. There's fucking puke all over the place. Yeah. You're going to bounce around. So, you know, f- there are four parents in there cleaning up the puke so that the kids could get back into the bounce house. Sure. But I've been, like, I... Then the kid starts going back into the bounce house. Nah, get it's out It's like, no, 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 you. Sorry, I don't care. You're gone. Yeah, no, that's like, and also like, I, I'm surprised kids wanted to go back in there. I don't know if I'm like puke sensitive. Yeah, but I remember as a kid when like somebody would puke because I've got I'm one of those iron stomach people. I've always been that way. Yeah, okay. And I I have to admit I uh, discriminated against the weaker stomach people. Okay, because the they pukers. were the pukers. They, they were the pukers. Yeah, sure. And like I would always, it's like I could see it was almost like. Like, my eyes were like a CSI blacklight type thing. Like, even when there's all evidence gone, right. I can see, still see the stain. Sure. And I swear I could still smell it for days. You can't get the smell of your nostrils. No. And so, like, I wouldn't want to be involved in something like that. There's a kid at my kid's school who, when he cries, like, he's a crier when his parents leave. Sure. And when he cries, he pukes. Oh, God. Yeah. What a terrible combination. Yeah, it's a terrible combination. <laughs> yeah. And his mom's kind of a dick. Yeah. And like so, in my mind, like when she's being a dick about how awesome her her kid, I'm like, your kid pukes when he cries. Yeah, so what, uh. but she still feeds him a big breakfast every morning. Yeah, she feeds him like a she feeds him <laughs> Campbell's uh, chunky soup for breakfast. <laughs> all right, so what? What? So the Halloween, you had a big jumpy house, so, and your kid got all worn out. Yeah, and so like we got back at six, like the kids fell asleep in the in the car on the oh, way home. I was like, yeah. this is not boding well. And yeah. then like, like. Uh, Los was just. Uh, he, Were you ready to go out and walk around the neighborhood? Or oh yeah, we have, like we okay. we actually like three blocks away from our house, we've got one of those like areas, like crazy neighborhoods, where yeah. like the entire street. It's like you if you live on that street, you have to deck your your right yard out, and you've got to be prepared. And it's like there's thousands of of kids, right. And so, like, we were ready. Like, we had uh, we had the, all our costumes, right. We were ready to go, and uh, and Carlos just hit a wall, yeah. and uh, I was like, I'm not doing it. And we're like, it's Halloween, dude. Candy. You love candy. He's like, I don't want to. I'm you got to throw that back in his face one day. Too tired. I'm going to. <laughs> little stupid motherfucker. And, uh, but so, so he, the, the two boys actually went to sleep early. Oh. And it was actually the right call because the next day, then, then Theo, the younger kid, uh, right. got sick. He got a fever. Oh, okay. We we're like, oh, man. But, uh, but we went out. Right. And, uh, so mom and dad were able to go out. Wait, on the night of Halloween or? On the night of Halloween, oh. we had to, remember Troy? Yep, the, sure. The guitar player from the Queens of the Stone Age. Van Loon. Troy Van Loon and his wooden <laughs> clogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was having a, uh, a big party, a Halloween party. And he's okay. one of those guys who like, they go all out. Right. And but you do too. What You dressed up what? As a squirrel or something? Like that? I had my squirrel costume that uh, I, right. I debuted at our telethon. Right, which I think I, that's up on, the picture's up on our site. There is a photo. Yeah. Um, but I I got that for last Halloween, 
and then we ultimately didn't go to any parties. Yeah. But so like so Troy has a big rock and roll sure party. It's like you go and like first of all he lives in a mansion. Yeah. Like he's a rock star. He's a rock star. Sure. Lead guitar player for the Queen of the Stone Age. Right. And uh, and you get it's like you get there and it's like there's like ten sides. It's like abandon hope. All ye sure. who enter here. Sure. And there's like fucking skeletons popping up like yee hee. And you go in there and it's like there's music playing. There's fucking smoke being pumped. It's right. like drugs. Oh Jesus! Like. <laughs> It's like there's bulls of whores, drugs, and fucking and junkies. No, no, it's a very family friendly, right? It's very family friendly. No, no, it's it's not like it's a party. Like, like Troy and those guys, they're the good really people. Only, you really only find those kind of things with like the 21 year old rocks. Yeah, right, 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 right. You know, then all the survivors are like, we gotta clean it up, <laughs> right? You get a right, blood right. transfusion, and then you're fucking yeah. sober. Let's just have a regular party. Yeah, let's just play some games. Pin the tail <laughs> on the on the donkey. <laughs> Charades. Yeah, you know, Pictionary. Let's just do it. Yeah, but all the Pictionaries, like you know, like uh, you know, some uh, whatever. Back. So you played Pictionary on Halloween reason. Well, no, but it was one, it was one of those Halloween parties where, where like. You know, like the house is so awesome, and then like they pump cash into it, and so it's right. like there's a photo booth, like on awesome quality, like best quality photos I've ever taken a photo booth. <laughs> okay. I realize this sounds kind of innocent, but like, right. but then like the whole great photo booth, yeah. There's like you know great parcheesy <laughs> skeletons. The hors d'oeuvres were fantastic. Well, the food was great. It's one, you know, it's it's one of those parties where like their philosophy is we provide everything. Right. Don't you bring a fucking thing to the sure? Party. I like those kind of parties. Oh, those are the best, and it's yeah. like. And the buffet is great. There's like a you know a dude in like a fucking costume. Right. Like, what kind of costume? Gladiator. No, you know it was <laughs> well. It was funny because he was like a, he was like a he's an older like Mexican fella. Okay. They put him in like a I think they provided him with like a skeleton costume. Oh, okay. So he didn't bring his own. He like yeah yeah you're gonna wear this, Diego. You're gonna wear this. Yeah yeah. It's Jim. Call me Jim. <laughs> Call me Jim. Um, you're gonna wear so, this outfit. But so they had like you know like okay pulled pork and uh, like okay. and you eat you're like. Oh, it's fucking delicious buffet sure. food. Sure, this is the drugs talking. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> then full full bar with bartender. I was like, "Do you have a tip, Josh?" She's like, "You don't have to tip me. I'm pre I'm uh, I'm taking. Care. I'm pre tipped." Yeah. Wow. And uh, and like hot rocks. You tipped her anyway, though, right? I don't think I did. <laughs> and well, it's hard. Also, like it's such a pain in the ass. I was glad. I was relieved because I was like, I was in my squirrel costume. The squirrel costume. If if you're familiar with it, True Crew, there's a giant erect tail. Yeah. That. Like, which means that uh, I I can't wear the costume in a car, right? I have to put it in the trunk, and then I'm out there on the concrete <laughs> outside the house getting dressed, right? And uh, but then you know it was the number one costume at the party for sure. Oh, it was okay. Oh, absolutely. Okay, big 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 hit. Yeah, and it's like, and I, what I did find was like the riffing ability. You know how like there's that period of time where you like you're in character. Sure. You're in your costume character. Yeah, so like you know, it's like I, I've also like you're. I'm holding two giant acorns. Right. Okay. And that must have been a pain in the ass. It wasn't because you can velcro them to yourself. Oh. Okay. Great. Yeah. And okay. um. And um. But like the the funny thing was that like <laughs> I bet you're holding two giant acorns. You know it. <laughs> so is your wife. But that well, that's the thing. It's like and all the women are like, "Ooh, can I hold your nuts?" Yeah. <laughs> and like you're like, "Yeah." And then you make you know, like you're sassy. They're like you know, like what if I took your acorns? And I'm like, honey. Let me tell you something. What time of year is it? And she's like, well, it's Halloween. I'm like, yeah, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. About to hibernate for the winter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You ever try to take a, a squirrel's nuts away when he's about to hibernate for the winter? I don't mm-hmm. think so. And they're like, oh, my God, you're so fucking funny. <laughs> right. God, okay. I'll suck your dick. <laughs> okay. God oh, damn it. I mean, take your nuts. I mean, your tail. Take that. I'm a chew crew. 
I love that you. Um, okay, so you had a fun party in Halloween. Great, we, we were there to like we we came back. We were we were fucked up. So it wasn't like a parental Halloween. It was like a Steve got to play Halloween. It was. It, okay. it had been a while, and like I, I, you know, my wife and I was, you know, it was one of those parties where like she, like she and she's, you know, my wife, she like sure. dressed as a slut, whatever. Right. It is. And <laughs> and she says she is, you know, we're like, where do you? She's like, I'm a slutty ghost. Right. And her sister was a slutty bumblebee. Right, <laughs> and uh, you know, and they, you know, it's like that's exactly what they were. They don't mind. They're, they're no bones about it. Sure, no bones. Cards are on the table. Yeah, but every woman at that party was like, it was one of those parties. There's not a good girl in the place. Yeah, there's no girl that dresses like a good bumblebee or like sure or, Amy or like Hall. a fairy godmother. Yeah, there's no. Or, yeah, there's no <laughs> like. Uh, well, they're fairy godmothers, but just slutty fairy slutty godmothers. fairy godmothers. Right. Slutty Annie Hall. Right, right, right. You know, and sure. you're like, what's a slutty Annie Hall? Well, it's you know, it's somebody like. Uh, She's wearing like a cardigan sweater and then like a G string or something like that, <laughs> right? With like some thigh high right. boots or something right. like that. A cute uh, hat and then yeah, garter belts. Sure, or like yeah, like uh, she's dressed in like a bikini with like a Woody Allen doll on her sh- perched on her shoulder or <laughs> right, something like right, that, like right. a bobblehead or something. I get that. I get that. Anyway, anyway, so okay. good. How about you? How about you? Uh, we had the more traditional took the kids trick or treating yeah. uh, type of thing. I wanted to do that. Yeah, we did that. And uh, they were pretty hardcore. So I yeah. mean, they're at the age right now where they just run off and trick or treat. You know what I mean? Yeah. They get that. De- they get their de- their loot. Yeah. Which has been great because we've had a few meetings here at your house. So. We have. It's a, just piles of candy in my house. I know. We've been. St- I mean, yesterday, dude, we ate so many M and M's. Oh my god! I know. Like I was kept thinking, like the the garbage pail is full of M M&M and M packages. Yeah. Just waiting for my wife to be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. I'm gonna blame like, it I on didn't you. even eat those. I'm going to blame it on you. you those other guys ate them. You didn't have any M&M's yesterday? I had one packet. Good for you. I had like six. Plus a Reese's. Plus six? A Jesus. Well, because, I mean, there's a variety of circumstances surrounding that. Uh-huh. Like the first two. That little, I was hungry. Yeah, number one, I got a sweet poof. <laughs> uh, no, the first two were going, they went down easy. Sure. You popped those first two. Mini packs. Right. Not like jump. Yeah, yeah. Pack. They've got like eight M and M's in each pack. Yeah, and they're also like the small. They're the original M and M's, and those like these days. Yeah, those are bullshit. That's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. Like it's the peanut or the pretzel or the peanut butter M and M. Yeah, I nah. mean, no, this is like nothing. Yeah. Melt in your mouth, not right. in your hand. I'm gonna try not to eat any more candy. Though, yeah, I'm done. I think I'm really... done. I'm done. Plus, I, I I've also had the um, combination of like we just got back from New England where we yeah. were shooting a certain film, which yeah, we which we'll talk about in a second. Too. And uh, is that our segue? Uh, well, I was no, no, but like, <laughs> you know, like we've talked about how we like we died and we get in shape, for yeah. it and everything like that. And like, I've come back here and like literally, uh, you've been binge eating. Well, I was like, get back, fuck it. Like I had I had McDonald's like twice over the weekend and Taco Bell like on Monday. Oh God! But I'm just you know, it's like you got look, treat yourself, don't cheat yourself, right? I'm like, but it was like a little bit of like an exhale, is what it was. You yeah. Know? I mean, now it was like and a, now I'm starting to come back. Sure. And start exercising sure. next week. Got to be healthy. <laughs> Got to be healthy. Yeah. Anyway, go on. So, uh, what was I talking about? Oh, so M and M's. They were just oh, going oh down. Well, we're talking about my Halloween. Uh, so we just trick or treated. Basically, took the kids out. Yeah. One of those crazy neighborhoods. Where were your costumes? Uh, I uh, I went as a giant minion. Which minion? Kevin. Is he the of best? course? Is he the best one? Yeah. Fuck yeah. His is, name's Kevin. Is Kevin the best minion? I don't know. My bucky is. Okay. Okay. Is there actually a minion named Kevin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's he? Like? Is he an asshole? Or I don't. I'm not, I don't. Like I don't. My kids know the difference between blowhard? them, but I don't know that I do. Is he blowhard? He probably is. is he bloviate. Probably is. But I got. I got a plus. A 
plus size Kevin outfit. Okay. And I went as a minion, and then my wife got a minion outfit, and she went as a girl minion. Okay. Slutty? No. Has your wife ever done a slutty costume? No, I don't think so. What about in college? It's not, I don't think so. It's not really her MO. I remember meeting your wife for the first. Anyway, she's a girl. nice girl. She's a good girl. She is your wife is she's Annie Hall for reals. <laughs> right. So no, there's no slutty minion. But what but my kids were psyched because we we had great costume. Have you ever asked your wife to go as something slutty? No, I don't think so. One of my friends who shall remain nameless yeah. uh got into a, a a fight with his wife. Really? On Halloween? Not on Halloween, but in the days leading up to it. Uh and not this year, a couple of years ago, because he asked her why like if she would consider wearing something like my wife wears okay okay let me's wife wears it yeah and then and she was like what do you mean and he was like like why can't you like show off more mm-hmm. on halloween right and she actually i only found out he didn't tell me his wife do i know this me, wife uh you don't i don't know if you know the wife you know okay. the, the person okay uh should i out him no, don't out him. Give okay. me his initials. A, B. Okay. I know okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. So he asked his wife to go in a slutty costume, and she said no. And she, well, she, uh, then she emailed my wife and was like, could you believe uh, A, <laughs> this, listen, he asked me to dress up more like you mm-hmm. for Halloween. And she's like, do it. Yeah, she's like, I'll lend you something. <laughs> and uh, uh, anyway, so, so it was fun. And then I called him. I was like, you crazy. Right. You can't. Ask your wife to be like another woman, to dress like another woman. And, and he was like, well, you know, he's like, there's, there's times she just covers, like, she's, she's so hot. If you got to flaunt it. There's times she just covers, there's times where I look around, I'm like, you know, because when your wife is dressing like, you know, in like khaki pants and stuff on Halloween, it's embarrassing. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> you know, you can't, you can't say that. Begging for a slutty outfit on your wife. Yeah, please, hmm. you dress like a slut. Um, all right, let's get to the fucking meat here, Lemmy. God damn it, I'm so hungry for meat. Enough of this Halloween bullshit. Fuck Halloween. I have another fluffy thing to talk to you about. But we got to get to this thing. I can, we can talk about it later. Um, well, you just tell me what the fluffy thing is about. No, I'll, I might bring it up at the end of the uh, at the end of the podcast. But we're gonna talk about this topic. Man, it must suck to be your child. Um, uh, Happy birthday to your wife, though. Thank you. It's her birthday today. I know it's great. Um, we'll do something nice. Somebody else's birthday's coming up soon. Yeah, I know. Steve Lemmy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, we missed a podcast last week. We apologized. We did. Sorry, the reason Jim. was because we were shooting a movie. Yeah. And uh, we finally got some Super Troopers 2 off the ground. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Uh, we had a great time. We shot last week in... Um, are we allowed to say where? I guess we can. Massachusetts. We'll say Massachusetts. We could say where we were. I guess people kind of knew because we're not there anymore. But what if we go back? Uh, well, then we'll just tell them. Uh, we'll be vague. Uh, we were in central Massachusetts. Yeah. And, uh... Jeez, just fucking tell them. We, we, like, we were in the Amherst, Hadley... Belcherville. Belchertown, Belchertown area. At least get it right if you're going to complain to me. Do you think it's like that's an insult to, to people? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> like Belcherhood or yeah. some shit like that. Yeah, well, we were in town. New York, where they New live. York town. Uh, so we were in that area, um, and, uh... And we had a great time, and uh, it was, you know, uh, we have a lot of people out there to thank for that, you know, the folks that donated an Indiegogo, mm-hmm. uh, or, uh, or part of making that happen. Uh, but it was a unique situation, which it was a little confusing, because people are not understanding, like, we didn't fi- we're not done shooting the movie yet, we are going to go back and shoot yeah. uh, for another three, four weeks. Yeah. But um, what happened was, uh, uh, we were kind of pushing up against the weather, 
and we wanted to get our um, kind of our outdoor road scenes shot before exteriors. The, the exteriors before the uh, snow hit. Because I think you know the way everyone's schedules are lining up, and outside actors, and uh, we'll probably be shooting the majority of this thing in the winter time. Yeah, and so we had written all these great scenes uh, uh, on the highway, and so we decided we should beat the weather and get those scenes shot. Yeah, and then we will go back again when we have everyone's schedules lined up yeah. to finish shooting the movie. And it's uh, it's twofold. One is. Uh, you know, you want you don't want to be freezing out there. You don't want to be snowing while you're doing things like car chases and yeah. things like that. But also, uh, you we want it to be a green uh, or, or like a lush. It was beautiful. Movie. I mean, like we were in Massachusetts in October. It was as gorgeous as you could imagine. If there's one time to ever go to Massachusetts, <laughs> that's the time. It's in the autumn. Like I threw up a picture on Twitter of Chandler Sekar standing next to uh, the cop car. Yeah, the the Vermont patrol car and um i mean if you look the background is just the trees are unbelievable yeah and so it ended up being a really fucking great smart time to go shoot a thing because the scenic stuff that we shot is just amazing i think yeah and so basically what we did is we shot uh, a week's worth of uh kind of funny pullover scenes which Mm -hmm. you know everyone loves pullover scenes Mm -hmm. and we shot uh with a number of fun guests which we can't really reveal. Yeah. And then we shot uh, the opening scene. Yeah. Which, you know, we've always said there's a lot of pressure because the opening scene of the original Super Troopers is such a memorable, but yeah. people love that scene. Yeah. You know, the idea is to try to top that. And so we had written the scene that we loved, but it required shooting it exterior on the highway. And, yeah. Uh, so that we, you know, we wanted to bang that one out. So we shot that scene. Yeah. So. And oh, what a scene it was. It was good. Oh, what a scene. I'm not going to tell him. I'm not going to tell them. We're just teasing it, right? We're teasing. But the the, the good thing is uh, uh, we're a weekend, and the stuff we shot is fucking great. Yeah. Um, uh, we had a great time. Uh, uh, one person that we can say who was there, mm-hmm. Coxie. Brian Cox. Brian Cox came and shot. Yeah. Which was a pleasure. Oh, my God. I haven't seen him since the first Super Troopers. Have you ever seen him? Have you seen him since then? Uh, not since the first Super Troopers, yeah. no. But I, I, um, I spent when I, I arrived back at the hotel after shooting right. our scenes. Right. Um, it was day. I, I had actually that particular day. I had shot all day. Right. Right. You did the two. You did two pullover scenes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and then I came, I came back to the hotel, and and Perello was there, and he's like, "Coxie's here." Perello, who was on a couple weeks ago, Rich he's our Perello, producer, our, our yeah. Dick yeah. Bay, Dick Bay, our producer, and yeah. uh, he said, "Coxie's here." I was like, "Oh, cool. Where?" He's like, "Right over there," <laughs> and uh, he was in the the hotel lobby. Right. Watching TV and uh, eating chili right. and wings. Now, I heard that, like, which I thought was funny. Like, Brian Cox, he, you know, some people, I find some people to be hotel lobby people mm-hmm. and some people not hotel lobby. Like, I'm not a hotel lobby guy. Like, I feel some people just go sit down and hang out in hotel lobbies. Yeah. I am not that guy. Yeah. But there are those people. And uh, it was interesting to me to see that Coxie was one of those people. He was one of those people, but it might have been, uh, he might have been forced into it because this was not. A room service hotel, sure. And so, you know, having just gotten off a plane, to, if you were hungry, if one was, hungry, but you can get your shit and bring it up to your room and eat it. That's <laughs> typically what I do. Right, <laughs> right. Um, it depends on the lobby. It depends on the circumstances. You know, like um, 
regardless, th- this was this was a lobby that I did that for uh, for breakfast a couple times. Okay. Because I got the free breakfast vouchers. Sure, okay. And so I'd go down there, they had a nice breakfast. You'd be, get up extra early, go down, eat a shitload, and then go back to bed? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> what was happening was, I, I don't know about what your plan was, but like the days leading up to the shoot, right. I was trying to train myself to get up early. Yeah. And so right. I would go down there, and I was incentivized because they gave me free breakfast vouchers. Right. And I was like, I'm going to go down, I'm going to eat my breakfast early, and then I'm going to work out, and then we'll get started on our, our daily work. Sure. So you were a lobby guy. So I was a lobby guy for that. I'd go, I'd sit in the lobby, I'd watch some sports on the TV, and right. put my computer down, blah, blah, blah. But so I ran into, ran into Coxie. Okay, so Coxie's sitting there eating some chili and some wings. Right. Now, ten, I haven't seen him in years. I haven't seen him. Ten years. Since we shot the movie. Right. And uh, so maybe more than ten years. Sure. And, Think of the movies he's done since then. Well, and that was what we talked about. Right. Because well, all the X-Men movies, Troy, the Bourne movies. Well, and we talked about that. Yeah. And, so, and it was funny because, like, uh, um, y- you know, when p- people don't know, or maybe we've talked about this already, but, like, when, when, when we made Super Troopers, one of Coxie's things was that he, w- you know, this was a trained actor. Yeah. And, yeah, he had done, uh, he had done Manhunter. He was the original Hannibal Lecter. Yep. And he had been in a couple of things, but he hadn't, he had not, he literally came out and said... He was interested in in really making some money, yeah, as an actor, mm-hmm. and so he was just going to focus on doing films, right? And Super Troopers was one of the first things that he was doing. Not that we paid him a shitload of money to be Captain O'Hagan, no, but you know he got a paycheck, and it also yeah. it opened. He was a working actor then. He was a working actor, yeah. and it opened the door. And you know, after that, I mean, he had, we had seen him in Braveheart as Uncle Argyle. Oh God, and. Uh, Uncle Argyle. And that was one of the things. We were like, Brian Cox, who's Brian Cox? And they were like, he's Uncle Argyle and Braveheart. We are like, oh. Mm-hmm. But so that was one of the first things. You know, he was like, what have you been doing since uh, we made the first movie, Steve? <laughs> and I was like, you know. I was like, well, we made a few movies. And, I do a podcast. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and we'd love to have you on if you know. Thank you. What's uh, a podcast? Podcast? Like a, bl- like a vlog? <laughs> um. <laughs> No, but like, uh, but uh, you, you know, it's funny because I was like, oh, I've had some kids. You know, we've mm-hmm. done some stand-up comedy, we've done some touring. You know, we made a few other movies and done a lot of writing. What movies? Yeah, uh, uh, beer fest. Beer, beer fest. Hmm, I have not seen that. How about name another? Um, Who else is in that movie? Uh, Jurgen Prochnow. I worked with him in Moscow. Oh, we did. Uh, we did uh, taming. Uh, we did timing of Athens uh, in Odessa. Uh, Anyway, so he uh, he was eating his chili and his and, uh, and right. his wings. And, and was it a pleasure to see him? Was it like, hey, yes, it was a pleasure to see him. But I felt bad because he was clearly starving. Like he was okay. shoveling and he was shoving a, a good American food into his into his. Sure, and it's cold. It was cold up there. He, he got some chili. Yeah, it was cold, and also like he definitely just stepped off the plane. Like his hair was tussled. Right. Like he looked like uh, Drunk O'Hagan the night of uh, you know the death. When we were driving around, like he looked like that. Sure, sure. Well, he, he actually drove. He drove up from New York. Oh, okay. Yeah, he drove from New York City. Okay, but he flew from Dublin, right, to go to New York and then drove. Right, right, right. Yeah, right, and right. and so uh, so I felt bad, like I was disturbing him. Sure, but uh, we were catching up, and you know, and he's talking. You know, we're talking about Troy. We're talking about. I was like, yeah, I caught you in the ring. By the way, that was. <laughs> I liked you with those nipple clamps on. He's like, oh, Steve. <laughs> yeah, that was difficult. That was a paycheck. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> He, he, we talked about uh, the TV show now, now it's, that he's doing. Penny Dreadful. Penny Dreadful. Yes, yeah. he was like he was like you know there's a tremendous uh, Super Troopers fan is Josh Hartnett. <laughs> I told him I was coming to do this. He was he was so excited that the movie was being made. I was like really? 
I think though, but Stolhansky met him, right? He did, and he said he was a big fan. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, are you, are you working on Penny Dreadful?" He's like, "Yes, Penny Dreadful." Yeah, I'm like, "Oh man, that's awesome!" And uh, what was cool about Coxie, I thought, like, he's a professional, he's yeah. a professional. Like, he uh, had two scenes he had to shoot, and one of them was a pullover. It was fun because everyone got out and did pullovers, and so Coxie, yeah, Coxie got out on the road. And the scene he shot was fantastic. Like, he fucking sold it. Like, you yeah. look at the dialogue on the screen, I mean, on the page, and you're like, okay, this is going to be good. And then when he brought it to life, you're like, holy fucking shit. It's yeah. exciting. Uh, and so he's like a pro. Like, he did it. And also, and, and the interesting thing about it was, like, I felt like he did his homework before he showed up. Yeah. Because he, look, you know, we had a great time with Coxie for whatever Five weeks, yeah. ten years ago, right? Yeah. I didn't expect him to remember, you know, me or whatever it is. But I think he prepared. Yeah, and he made sure he had everyone's names down. And and I'm not talking about just me. I'm talking about like, I don't know if you heard this story, but my parents, you know, my parents were up visiting while we were shooting. Yeah, and so they're walking down the hall. Yeah, and they walk past Coxie in the hotel hallway. Yeah. And my mother was like, oh, Brian, hi, I'm uh, Jane, and uh, my son is Kevin Hefferton. Oh, Kevin, yes. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. He's like, great. And, and, uh, and so he starts walking away. And then he turns back, and he goes, you have another son who works on the <laughs> crew also, right, Patrick? Okay. And uh, my mom was like, uh, yes. He goes, oh, great, great, uh, good for you. Yeah. Keep it in the family. And then he, and he walked yeah. on. And then he turned back and said, and you were also <laughs> in the chicken fucker. <laughs> You're a chicken fucker. But it, it led me to think, like, I mean, he didn't know Pat back when we shot the movie. He probably got the call sheet. No, because Pat wasn't the key grip then either. Not he, no, he was like a, like a PA or something. He was like a grip or whatever. I don't know what he was. A grip, I guess he was? Uh, yeah. And so he, uh, 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 Coxie, clearly got like the call sheet. Yeah, and re- and prepared and re- see who it is, and made a connection on the names, and you know, yeah, that's that's impressive to me. No, it is, it is, and uh, he he's definitely a pro. Yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, he does his homework across the board. This is an actor who shows up. I mean, listen, we we uh, even internally, there are actors who show up, myself included. Sure, who don't know their lines. <laughs> sure, and uh, and don't know people's <laughs> names. Right, although. Although to be fair, you and I have always been very good about trying to learn people's yes. uh, names. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah. Be, see a guy who's an actor who's done you know a hundred movies and and you know all the shit to to take the time and you know it's it was a it was it was an impressive thing. I you know it's like I also I I usually find that about all of our guest stars. Yeah. Generally speaking, because like from your Donald Sutherlands and Cloris Leachmans and Monique. And uh, and and beyond that, Bill Paxton and, and yeah. you know, there's we've had a few who who were unprepared. Sure, sure, <laughs> of course. But the, but I'm not going to name their names. No naming names. But like the but the five of us were essentially five untrained dudes who went to college together. <laughs> right. And right. Uh, even the first go around, we're pretty funny though. Well, you know, but it's like, look, we're you know we're writing the material, and uh, and we we have more room to fuck around, right? Though it sometimes doesn't feel that way, but like, th- I'm always amazed at all of the people that we get to show up. Like e- even you know some of the people that are in the opening scene of the new movie, yeah. Um, th- that which we won't reveal, we can't w- reveal, which we shan't reveal. They're surprise actors, you know. But it's like, you know, th- these people show up, and you're like. God, they're amazing. Yeah. 
even even when they don't know their lines, when they they start to learn, you're like, God, their presence. They have you you forget that those people actually did it the traditional way. Mm-hmm. They won roles, which is how they became name actors. And each of those people has has a, a, a charisma and yeah. a presence and a, a skill set that you know, unfortunately, like ninety nine percent of other actors don't have. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always amazed, like when we have these guest people come in, I'm like, Jesus, they're fantastic. Yeah, well, because we're also very incestuous, right? So we we rehearse the scenes together, and when we rehearse the scenes together, we take the parts of the people who are not, the, you know what I mean, the, the actors that we haven't cast yet. And, yeah. You know, you read the scenes, and it becomes the same old thing, and then all of a sudden you plop a professional seasoned actor into that role, and they they read it a different way, and you're like, holy fucking shit, that's great. Yeah. And that was the great thing about Coxie, Seeing him shoot that scene, uh, which people are going to love, it's uh, you know he had everyone laughing their asses because he fucking sold it with his presence. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, and that was a funny thing too. It's like uh, it's we were. I was thinking about this too. It's like, you know like when we shoot the rest of the movie, like you know most of Coxie's scenes are still him being the authority figure and being buttoned up. Yeah, this is a pullover, which means yeah. he's unhinged. Right, and uh, and I and and he made the most of that. He yeah, really, really scene, did. And the scene he wrote, or the scene we wrote for him, was uh, was particularly him going off the rails a little bit. Yeah, and and he relished it. He did and relish it, it. Uh, and it was fun. So, I mean, I, I but that, that's when I saw him. I saw him that morning, and okay. uh, it was a pleasure. We had a great conversation, and uh, he did his thing, and he. We'll see him again. Now that was a, a tough day weeks. because uh, uh, it was raining that day. Yeah, that that day it's unfortunate. I mean, the funny thing was like, like I we were going to shoot in Massachusetts. I looked at the weather yeah. before I went, and it was like sixty, 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 fifty-five, fifty-five, sixty, you know, whatever. And so I didn't really go winter. Yeah, and then we got out there, and it was fucking freezing for the oh six God. days. Like God. the first day we shot was a scene with me, you, and Stolhansky. Yeah, which I'm not going to say what it is. No, tell anyone. But uh, uh, it was freezing. Yeah, it was like. In, in it was like high thirties, you yeah. know what I mean, and we, it was all exteriors, and so you get a little bone chilling because we're L.A. pussies. No, we're not L.A. pussies. <laughs> we're men from the planet Earth. Sure, it was New England. Yeah, it was cold, and we, beca- you know, because we we're also like playing it kind of like for warmer weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We it's were not like written to be that cold. Yeah, like me, I was in short sleeves. Yeah. Which was sad because, like, w- I think we made the best of it all the way through it until that last day. The last day was the coldest day, and it rained uh, most of the day. Yeah. And actually, the scene I was doing a scene with Stolhansky, a pullover scene. Yeah. Because Farva gets to go out on the road for a little pullover action too. Sure. And we got rained out. Yeah. So we'll have to pick up that scene later. But yeah, we shot half of it, but then it just became, it became like a sideways rain. Yeah. Like, and you're trying to hold it together. And we had some other actors in the scene with us and who didn't have, like, their characters were written not to have coats and things like that. And, yeah. And their hands were freezing up. And yeah. it became a very unpleasant way to shoot a comedy. So. Well, because also it's like when you're shooting comedy, um, you kind of need your facial muscles, too. <laughs> exactly. You need to be able to speak. And when it's too yeah. cold and when you're shivering, it's just unpleasant. Listen, yeah. we, and we've been down this road before, even on the on the chew where we're talking about like where we're just being actor pussies. But there is reality. Well, yeah, but it's not. It's not even just us. Like, like what happened was uh, it starts pouring, right? So, yeah. uh, my brother, the key grip, and his guys, they build a, a twenty by twenty, right? So it's like a big tarp, and they they build the tarp and they and they put it 
like pretty high over the shooting scene, so you can you don't know it's there, but it's at least keeping the rain off the cameras yeah. and somewhat off the actors. I mean, it's not really built for that. It's not. It's built more for for lighting assistance yeah. and uh, and somewhat protection. But every anyway, so you're shooting the scene, and it's so fucking windy that a grip has to stand on each pole. Right, yeah. there are four poles, and there's a giant tarp, and a grip has to stand on each one, so the thing doesn't blow over. Yeah, and so you're shooting the scene, and it's fucking pouring, and the water is building up inside the tarp. Yeah. And over the course of the shoot scene, it relieves itself. Yeah. And what happens is the water, just like a huge fucking waterfall, will land on top of one of those grips. Yeah. <laughs> like, so you're shooting your scene, doing this comedy thing, and all of a sudden, like, a waterfall will uh, land on top of one of the grips as you're doing the thing, and you're feeling fucking terrible for the guy. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's kind of funny. But Well, this is like, you know, it, it, it's like... Uh you know the grips. I mean, we had Pat on. Yeah, and the grips really what the grips they they rig everything and like and that's what it, I mean. There are times where like you are you're tying like you know things to trees and you're just like Jimmy rigging things. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, and uh, no, they were like uh, like when they pulled that thing, they were they hammer like stakes into the road. Yeah. To hold the fucking thing in place. Yeah, I mean it's impressive. Yeah, and to the watch actor, them in action. And the know? actors, like we do, ultimately we we get to go and sit in a trailer and warm up, and people <laughs> right. are bringing you hand warmers because <laughs> right. they know that you're on camera. Because they know like, you're a pussy. Well, it's like you know the the idea is you have to keep. It, it is true. You have to be able to use your facial expressions. Yeah, and and ultimately, let's be honest. Yeah. The movie is about what's happening on the screen, and so you have to keep the actors happy sure. and comfortable sure. and relaxed and warm sure. and well-fed. Especially Steve Levy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but no, I mean, uh, 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 not to say it was. I mean, it was a, the weather uh, cooperated and was beautiful all the way up to that last day. Yeah. Um, well, that last stuff will have to be reshot. Yeah, we'll, we'll just reshoot that last scene. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, it was, I mean, the, the other stuff, and it looks amazing. I, I watched a bunch of the footage. It looks amazing. Yeah. It's going to be great. Everyone's going to fucking love it. Yeah, no, it's it, it's great, and um, it it's it's funny because you could feel it too. Yeah, you could feel that. Uh, well, I mean, wasn't it fun to to kind of dust off the characters and do that shit again? Well, it's 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 oh, absolutely, it's fun, and also you know, obviously through the writing process, we've been notice, noticing that some of the characters have evolved. <laughs> they, yeah, uh, they have. I mean, as people do. Yeah, people well, my change character and grow. Has much stayed the same. Did you find that though? I mean, did you? Did you find that that your character was just the same guy, or did you? Uh, I mean, is your is is Mac like so much like you that it didn't matter, or what? No, Mac is definitely. I I I knew that like Mac was just a tweak on my. Per- I mean, Mac is a little yeah. crazier. Like Mac sure. is like is the crazy one. Sure, he's supposed to be the wild card, right. fun loving. Yeah, you yeah. know, like fly by the seat of the pants. But um, n- no, Mac, you know, I mean, we didn't shoot enough for me to really get into it. You know, we were shooting really. We were shooting a lot of like the bigger comedy things. You know? Yeah, the scene that you and and uh, and and Stolhansky and I shot was slightly more plot centric. Yes, uh, and that was probably one of the only plot scenes that we shot. The the rest yeah. of them were all like the rest comedy, were pure comedy. Yeah, yeah, and that was interesting because I was like, oh, that's weird. It's weird to to talk like we're just actually just talking right now. Yeah, um, and I found that our personal dynamic. Our me and you, yeah, me and you, okay. played out more in that scene. Um, you mean Stephen Kevin's or Max and Farva's? I, I find, I, I well, I find in general, like the Farva character is this is Farva two point Let's just right. Let's just. I'm, I'm not even going to tease that. Like when people come to see this movie, it's like this is 
It, it's almost like Farva got hit in the head sometime like over the last fifteen years, and like right. the filter has completely come off. He's a little noisier. He's a little noisier, <laughs> as they say. Yeah, yeah. No, I I think the crazy got got ramped up a little for Farva. I mean, he was already fucking crazy. And, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, in before we shot, I actually went back and you know, and I haven't done it in a long time. Watched, but I watched a bunch of the scenes, yeah. the Farva scenes, just because. You know, when we did the Indiegogo campaign and things like that, it became clear that Farva was getting crazier and crazier yeah, and douchier and douchier, and I didn't want to get too far away from it, you know? So sure. I watched those scenes, and he's fucking crazy in the first movie. He is crazy, but... <laughs> he's fucking crazy and douchey in the first movie. He's crazy and douchey, but he's also still a normal guy. Like, he's... he's Not the guy. really. I know, but people were all like, oh, we've got, you know... Uh, we've got a guy like Farva around the office. Yes. Everyone yeah. knows that guy who's just like, he's annoying. Right. And he's obnoxious. Right. And you don't want to hang out with him. But uh, right, but, but we've already established that now. Now we can go to to new lengths, but new, new heights. Farmers is new, crazy. Yeah. Well, I think because we also realized we were like, after the fact, we didn't know it at the time necessarily. But while we were shooting it, we were like, "Oh, that's a funny character." We didn't realize we had created a cash cow. <laughs> yeah, baby. You know, like you could you could market right. Farva. Although I didn't shoot a lot. We didn't do a lot of Farva this week, though. Which was, Farva's not a road guy as much as. Which, he has his moment on the road. Well, and, and I also don't want to say anything. I don't want to give things away. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it was we were trying to be sort of diplomatic in the distribution of scenes. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't say we were diplomatic, but it was like we were doing the pullovers, and the pullovers we do try to yeah. to divvy out. Yeah. Um, and then, um, uh, you know. And as, the opening scene, which f- Farva. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Farva's in the opening scene. I know. That's what I was going to say. That there's a, there is a Farva. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it was... But I, I thought it was fun. I thought it was fun doing it again. And, you know, I feel like, you know, once you get the right haircut and the mustache is, you know, grown and the gums in the mouth, I think then you're having a good time. Well, it's also funny, too, because it, this was... The one thing that was that remained the same as as the first one was that, like... We're all like, all right, it's haircut day. We're all going high and tight. Yeah. And each of us comes out of there with a haircut that's kind of like a movie version of high and tight. We're still <laughs> able to like good, look good. I don't think I did. No, you didn't. Of course right. not. But then, but then the the first day of shooting, the first morning of shooting, our producer was like, all right, everybody get in the fucking, get in the hand. Make, everybody's going high and tight. Nobody's high and tight. <laughs> Dick P. <laughs> right. And so we all, you know, we all He's get in there. Like, all right. You know, we all get the actual haircuts. Right. You got the... Uh, I always think of it as the stripes, uh, like uh, Bill Murray and Harold Ramis got kind of a high and tight yeah. when they do that scene. Like, John Candy went fucking shaved head. Sure. But Bill Murray was like, I got another movie to do after this one. Well, let's not go too crazy. Well, here. like the lead actors, you know, they don't... Right, uh, right. And so that's what you guys did in your high and tights. In the original. I actually have a picture. I'm gonna, I'll put it up with the podcast. Yeah, a picture of you getting your your haircut. Oh, really? Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Um, mine ultimately was. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a high and tight problem guy. I'll go high and tight. You know, I'm not sure. a vain. I'm not a vain person. Sure. I've gone as Finkelstein. <laughs> sure. I'm Finkelstein. Sure. You know, like I have no problem going going that direction. But there is a couple of guys who definitely don't like to go high and tight. Sure. Who sure. shall remain sure. named <laughs> Soder. Who shall remain named? Yeah, I mean that's how that's how we came up with Soder's character in the first place. The guy who doesn't really want to be a cop, was right? Because right. like he didn't want. But to But that makes sense, right? That's fine. Very convenient. Although 
Although Soder does have a mustache in this one because he didn't want to jump on that gravy train. He does have a mustache, doesn't he? Yeah. Does Does Stolansky go mustache? No. no, no, he wanted to, but we 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 vetoed him. Okay, so that's part of the new. Did you have any new uh, elements to your look? Uh, aside from ten pounds, aside from ten and ten. <laughs> uh, no, I mean the uh, yeah more muscles. Yeah, dog. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if that's true, but you know okay. What I'm more muscles. More veins in my tits. Yeah, more Wait, what? fat on my ass. What? Because we've established that when I gain weight, I'm a big booty guy. Sure. Um, that's the, the new scene that we wrote, Super Troopers 2? Yeah. Max, a booty guy. He's got the booty. No, we, um, you know, it's funny, too, because like we would all, I was actually impressed. We were all in the gym every day. We were, leading up to it. But then as soon as we started shooting, went it up, all went out the fucking the window. came off. We had big... Big, like, cold-weather New England dinners every night. Well, listen, let's be honest. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. There were days, like that first day, Rich. for instance, yeah. where you'd go, you'd go back to the hotel and sit in the, uh, the hottest shower possible for 30 minutes. Sure. Because we were, we were Outside all day. Bone. Outside all day. Yeah. yeah. My friend uh, Jennifer Lawrence called me up. She was like, how do you like that New England winter? It's so freezing. I don't know Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, I'm just saying. You remember the movie Winter's Bone? Sure, yeah. Winter's Bone. That's what it reminded me of, Winter's Bone. Sure, but uh, but yeah, we we you know what it was, and I was annoyed about this. I was annoyed because it ruined my first day of shooting. Some it, it was Dick P was like, let's go out for dinner for a kickoff dinner, right? Uh, you know, the night before we start shooting, <laughs> right? Right. And my plan was to be in bed by like nine p.m. because we're getting up at like five thirty. My my call time was five thirty in the morning that first. Day. Well, sure, I know it was early. Meanwhile, you know, I think you were one of the cajolers. You're like, no, we're going to go out. I'm like, I don't want to. Like, it's always, mm-hmm. it's always our dynamic. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to do this. You're like, yes, you are. <laughs> and so I went out. And it's like a big fu- back at the hotel at like 1130. I'm already not getting eight hours of sleep. Big yeah. fucking oh. like appetizer and entree meal. I know I'm complaining about a success problem. Here, sure. But sure. like, you know, I didn't fall asleep until 230. I woke up at 330. I got one shit. hour of sleep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like you know, and uh, boo hoo, Lemmy, you shot a movie. Boo hoo, come on, part of one anyway. Uh, you know what I found was different, kind of in a fun way. What was that? Um, uh, as opposed to the first one, which was you know very under the radar. Yeah, uh, there are a few funny elements to the fact that there are a lot of great Super Troopers fans out there now. Yeah, and that once the word started spreading. People started trying to find us. Yeah. And, uh, you know, from the press to just fans to the cops, you know, it was funny. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, you know, we weren't really, we were trying not to let people know where we were so much because, you know, it could get disruptive when you're shooting or whatever. But, like, you know, there was a funny, uh, I don't know, it was in the Boston Globe, whatever it was, where there was a, like, a paparazzi shot of Steve Lemmy. And uh, the story got out, like, actor Steve Lemmy. Leaves the set of super troopers. Two, it's confirmed they're shooting in Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it was uh, that photo, and you know, I'll, the I'll, photo of you like walking to the car, your car. I'm just walking to go to the, the newspaper. Bathroom. I'm walking yeah. to go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay. There's an. I'm out- walking to take shit. There was a, there was an outhouse, and uh, you know, like the uh, the the porto potties, and uh, it was one of the days we were on the highway. We were shooting out by the Quabbin Dam. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, I was going. I was going to go pee pee. Okay, and uh, someone snapped a photo of it's you. It's a blurry photo. It's it's basically honestly like it's like the the Bigfoot in the woods photo. It's like right. kind of blurry. My my pose is the same. It's like I'm I'm right. walking. So it's kind of a lumbering pose. Yeah, like right. one arm like forward, one arm back. I'm like looking sideways. Who snapped that photo? Was just some rando with a f- cell phone? I, yeah, I have no idea. It, and and like was it that day? Like a lot of people shot. Like the word 
spread. We were shooting that one, uh, and the word spread, and people started showing up, and cars started lining up, and people started getting out, and there was like a yeah a crowd watching because we had shot like uh like three or four days. No, it was one of the days we were actually on the dam. Oh, okay, and uh, and we were shooting opening scene stuff. There's a dam in this movie. Uh, maybe don't give anything away. Maybe okay, but uh, but it it was because of the nature of because of the narrow road, right? Everything was just lined up for like hundreds of yards, right? Including the porto potty, which was the farthest thing away, <laughs> right? And so, like, uh, and to get to the porto potty, you actually had to sort of you had to go outside of the set. Sure, yeah, and um, and then and yes, so you did, and someone snapped. A somebody photo. got a, got a picture. It would have been a funnier picture if you were stepping into the porta potty. Yeah, looking back yeah. or coming out of the porta potty. Steve Levy relieves himself on yeah. the alleged set of Super Troopers too. Yeah, but the funny, the fun, my favorite one was the uh, there was the local news. Yeah, did you see the local news report? No. So it was, was it? I think it was it on Springfield. It was like on a TV or something. Yeah, like it was that? a local. Okay. A, a local one, and it was like the anchor man came on, and he's like, uh, you know, Super Troopers do filming. Here at the Quabbin Dam with question marks on in the text. Yeah, movie shooting. Yeah, and uh, and it's like reports are that the film Super Troopers Two, the follow up to the cult, you know, uh, hit Super Troopers, is shooting here at the Quabbin Dam, and it's like it's the longest shot possible. <laughs> yeah, right, right. It I was from that. like a half a mile away, like and way like, far away. You, you see, you see white trucks. You can see a few white trucks, yeah. and they're like. State police would not allow us past this point, but right. reports are there is a film shooting over there at the Quabbin Dam, <laughs> right. and you're like, it's such a sad little news report. <laughs> like there's the rumors, and but it it shows the excitement. Yeah, they're well, excited about that. Oh, absolutely. I'm not. I'm not yeah. I just felt yeah. bad that there was no access. They didn't, they didn't get anything. They didn't speak to any actors. They didn't right. speak to any they eyewitnesses. Could have if they dug a little harder. It was just cold that day. They could have. It, it was, was just cold. cold. It was a cold day. But uh, but the cops were protective of us, which was great. I mean, and that was a whole other element. Is like, you know, we talked about this when we shot the first movie. Cops didn't know who the fuck we were. There were some fights between the locals and the state guys. Like, yeah. who would shut down what roads and the original thing. And uh, this time out when we were in Massachusetts, the local police, the state police, you know, you you employ these guys or you have to get permits in order to shoot and they have to close roads down. So there was always cops around. Yeah. But in this situation, it was different. Like the cops were so excited to be there. Yeah. And it would be like there would always be more than you needed. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you'd, you'd walk out and there'd be like a crowd of cops standing there and you'd yeah. take pictures with them. And they were they were so great. They were right. so excited to be there. All the way to the park rangers. Yeah. Like the park rangers. Like you'd see a crowd, and it'd be like park rangers, all the local cops, probably the entire local cop force. Yeah. Four or five stadies, and they'd all be hanging in a circle, like shooting the shit and whatever, and then you go and take pictures with them and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. It's and, really a funny thing. And my favorite thing about that and, and uh, is that, like, the state cops, and we found this out right at, at when we first released uh, Super Troopers. I remember being at Sundance when some Utah state troopers yeah. showed up at a screening. Right. The state cops are always like six four and super strong. Sure. And, and you are, that's high what, and tight. And high and high tight. High and tight. High and tight. Yeah. And I always like I'm always like, God, they must think we're the biggest pussies. <laughs> but like uh you know, I like um I shot a scene at night. Uh yeah. it was it was a stunt. Uh when on this show or Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It was a day we had gone long and got it. Right. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. I won't give anything away. Okay, but it was but a I stunt. had to change for it in the state cop headquarters. Right, right, right. And so I was like, you know, and, and they, I mean, they had allowed, you know, this was at the Quabbin Damp. There's, there's a, a state trooper yeah. outpost yeah. up there. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so we, we went in there mm-hmm. 
And they were all in there, and it was like, and it was hilarious. They, these are like Massachusetts guys too. Yeah. So they're like, ah, yeah, gotta change up there, and they, you know, <laughs> don't steal nothing up there. And they're making all these jokes, and they're like, it's also one of the things where like they're so excited to have you there. They're just they're watching you change, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm about to get naked now, fellas. They're like at peppering you with questions. You got a good body there. Oh my god, hey, what Steve, you, you got a nice body. What are you lifting these days, huh? <laughs> What are you doing? Like uh, 140, you got a real strong body over there. Yeah, you're tight. You could, your butt could use a little more work, but, you know, nothing of you squats can't handle. But, like, every day you'd be on the set hanging out with those guys and shoot the shit with them, and they were, they were fans, and you'd check out the, their haircuts and try to, you know, yeah, you, emulate them. You pick their brains. And the other thing is, like, I always felt like we'd, I'd be walking around, like, in a parka or whatever, and they'd just be standing out there in their uniform all day long yeah. on their feet. Not getting tired. Not getting tired, not getting cold. No. Well, they're used to because all those guys are also military guys. Too. Oh yeah, yeah, so they've gone through like hell weeks and things like that. But I, that was, you know, certainly a, a, a noticeable difference from the first one was that there are so many fans of it out there, and which include cops uh, in general. And uh, to be able to hang out and shoot the shit with those guys was a fun new element to shooting the movie. Well, and 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 it's been funny too because it's like we've we've known that for a while because we've had we have cops yeah. come to our shows and we and we meet. All, all, all kinds of people in uniform, wh- whether it's firefighters or military or, yeah. you know. Um, and uh, it's funny because, like, the uh, the first night that we got there, yeah, that we were all there. Yep. Um, we all went out to dinner. Right. And, and then some. And then, and then we went out. And, you know, like, we're not shooting. You know, we have, like, a week to go before we're shooting. So right, this, we're in this is party time. Yeah. It was our first, really, basically our first night in town. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and we were in Amherst. And, um, yeah. We all went out to a nice dinner to celebrate, and uh, we, you know, with a bunch of the people, the director of photography, Joe Collins, was yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and Jay and Joe and I stayed out later. Right. Uh, I went home with Stolhansky and who? Uh, and one of your women. To to and one of your mistresses. Yeah. Right. To try to be responsible. It was a dude. It was my brother. Is what it was. Well, it was your brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a dude heavy. There wasn't a chick in the, at the dinner party. So. No. No. There wasn't. It was yeah. all dudes. And. Um, and we went out. Uh, we went out afterwards to another bar, right? And then finally closed it down at like one last bar, right? And we were hammered, and we had no. We I, I guess it didn't occur to us that Uber was in that town yet. Okay, although they were, and yeah. uh, we were, you know, we didn't. Oh no, we did call an Uber, but the Uber didn't come. And then we, anyway, like I was trying to hitchhike a ride with somebody, and like I was like. You know, I'm in my mustache. I'm like, you seen Super Troopers? Where are those guys? <laughs> you know, people are like, get lost. That's when you get desperate. You yeah. just start throwing it around. But ultimately, I saw a cop. Okay. A, a local cop. And uh, I went up to him, hammered. Just And this is like 2 o'clock in the morning, local cop on the side of the road. Yeah. Shuffling college kids to where they need yeah. to go. And I hear, oh, who's this guy? Here yeah. comes this guy. And I was like, you seen a movie called Super Troopers? He's like, yeah, like a million times. I was like... Uh, I was like, I'm one of those guys. Here comes, here comes Thorny, and he's like, Oh my god, oh my god! And uh, I was like, Can we get a ride back to our hotel? He's like, Yeah, absolutely. And so like, you know, holy shit, you traded on your cop fame, yeah, well, to get a ride home. So there were the three of us uh, in in the squad car. That's hysterical. Uh, you know, being driven back to the hotel, and then uh, Joe Collins wasn't staying at our hotel, so the cop dropped us all off at the hotel. Right. And Jay and I stumbled upstairs, and then Joe had to walk a half a mile <laughs> to to his hotel. Um, well, you got him close enough. I got him with close your enough. Cop fame, yeah. But then it was funny because remember the next day our meeting was at uh, eleven or twelve. Yeah, 
And, uh, and Shander Sager was two hours late. Right. It was at uh, noon. We thought, okay, we'll make the meeting at noon, and then everyone will be able to make it. Yeah, knowing knowing what we know about ourselves. Right. And then, well, I, you know, some of us got up and exercised prior to the meeting. Yeah, I did not do that, but I got up. <laughs> I, I made the meeting. I did it. I made the meeting. Yeah, and then Shander Sager, we ne- never was heard from until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, that's okay. That's okay. Did you run into that cop again at all? Was he one of those guys in the set? Uh, his he... wife came to set. Okay. And um, also, no, I, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, his wife came to set and just like uh, wanted to take a picture. She she said, "I'm the wife of the uh, the police officer who gave you a ride home." <laughs> okay, um, okay. She, that was the third day. Of you shooting. owe that fucking dude. Yeah, that was the third day of shooting. Was that, that was Sunday? I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, you know, so we took some pictures, and then also the wife of one of the state troopers showed up. Um, it was actually the the last day of shooting. It was the rainy day. Yeah. Uh, you were mad at me because I I didn't uh, I forgot I just forgot that that uh-huh. uh, Coxie had okay I, I should I explain that or no yeah explain it uh, it's part of making the movie what's that it's part of making the it's movie. part of making the movie right we um uh uh in the scenes that we shot there is a telephone call between Mac and O'Hagan yeah Mac and Brian Cox and so when you shoot a telephone call obviously you shoot you know one side of the phone call on the day you're shooting it and then the other side of the phone call on the other set when the next day the other day you're shooting yeah. it right for instance we shot my side of the phone call on our first day on the first day right and then in the last day we were shooting coxies when cox was there yeah and uh and so um you know it's it's not required but it's a it's kind of etiquette courtesy that if you're there you can provide the off-screen... If you're on set, yeah. If you're there, you provide the off-screen uh, yeah, uh, dialogue to the other actor. And as a guy who, as producers, creators of this movie, <laughs> who asked oh. other people to come and help us make this movie, you think of it as being a courtesy uh, to go there and act with that person so that they give their best performance because you are helping them, as opposed to... The script supervisor is someone like monotone reading their lines off screen. You can actually act against that person. Sure. And so uh, uh, that scene was at like 6.30, I think, in the morning or 7 yeah. o'clock in the morning. So no, they, I think they, shot, they, they popped it off about 7.30 in the, on the last day with Cox. Yeah. And I got there, and Lemmy was nowhere to be found. And I was like, where the fuck's Lemmy? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I was like, he's, he's not going to come read with Brian Cox? To re- to to <laughs> provide that courtesy to another actor who's doing us a favor, yeah. and Lemmy was in bed. Lemmy was in bed. He decided not to come and provide that courtesy. But for, there were for a, our guest a couple of, of uh, things that there they, always are. One there always I had, are. I had actually uh, wrapped the night the night oh, before. Oh, okay. So you you done? You're done. It wasn't that I was necessarily <laughs> done, but like I went out. Sure. Celebrated. Sure. And uh, you know, stayed out late. Yeah. Um, but you know, I ha- I wasn't. Uh, I, I di- it didn't occur. I mean, I I right. I I hadn't thought it through. Right. My plan was to go to set. Yeah. And watch Coxie work and do all the things. I totally it forgotten about the phone call. Wrapped up in your own fucking self. That's all it that is. That you did not it's come down. Self centered Steve Lemmy. And give him the courtesy right. so of then, acting with him. Yeah, and so then I woke up and was like, all right, I'm going to do some work. And then, But I, then there was a text like, uh, not coming to set today? Uh, from Kevin Heffernan. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm coming. And, and, and you're like, didn't, uh, you didn't read with the Coxie? I was like, oh. 
Right. And then it was like, I got this thing from you, unprofesh. Yeah, I wrote unprofesh. Yeah. And I was like, ah. <laughs> oh. But that, then that's like, I don't even want to go to set now. I'm going to go get a hard time from Heffernan. And well, it also, by that time, it had become the most miserable weather day. Sure. Pouring rain. Like my poor parents who had come and, you know, they sat outside for three or four days because they'd love to watch the filming. Yeah. They gave up on that day. Oh. They're like, we're going to um, take off. And I'm like, I don't fucking blame you. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. The truth it's like, I'm also like, I'm like, by the time I got up, I'm like, it's pouring. And I'm like, I bet there's a chance they're not even out there. <laughs> Which is easily uh, confirmable. Yeah. But I was like, uh, I was like, I don't know. But so anyway, so I did ultimately, and then my getting there was a comedy of errors. Cause, right, because you didn't have a car. Well, I didn't have a car, but I was with Mike Yurchek, and I was like, Yurchek, I'm, uh, I'm going to go to the set. You want to go? He's like, yeah. He's a voice actor. He's like, but I am teaching. I'm teaching. And I was like, what are you fucking teaching? He's like, I'm teaching. I have a student at 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So can we go after? I'm like, I'm like, Yurchek, this is at like 1 o'clock. I was like, I want to go now. But the funny thing was, Yurchek was also a guy who was like, talked a big game about going and watching Cox act. Oh yeah, a big sh- a Shakespearean yeah. actor. Yeah, he was going to go and make sure he watched Cox do his scene. Yeah, and never showed up. Yeah, well, so then <laughs> I, I was like, "All right, fine, fine. Uh, I'll wait for you." And so three, th- I was like, "But three thirty in the lobby, mm-hmm. I'm going to have that Uber there." And he's like, "Okay." And so sure enough, the Uber's there at three thirty. Your check comes down at three thirty. He's on time. We get in the car, we start going, and we're about like two or three miles down the road, and, and he's like. Why now? Why aren't you taking your car? Why are you Ubering? I was like, Oh no! Like Kevin and I are. Sh- he's got the rental car. It's right. up there, so I have to. Uber. He's like, Oh, I have a rental car, and I'm like, Why aren't you? T- why aren't we taking your rental car? And and he's like, I didn't. I just didn't. I didn't think about it. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, We should probably turn this car around because we're going to need to get back somehow. Also, right, right. And so we told the Uber driver turn around. So by the time we got back to the hotel, now it's like it's like four o'clock. Now we're sure. driving. Sure. Rush hour, Amherst. Amherst. We got to the set at four thirty. I'm like, it's, it's still light out. We're still going to catch something. I'll, you know, it's. It, That's when we wrapped. I got, we got there and, and everything was wrapped. Yeah, but I, but like, uh, but you know, the second second was like second second AD. Right. Was like, oh yeah, we got everything. I was like, we did. She's like, oh yeah, we wrapped for the. Day. I was like, wait, we got everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looking at her all cat eyed. No, that's not true. And uh, it turns out. Yeah, we only got half. Yeah, that, so. but. I tell the story because the wife of uh, a st- one of the state troopers who we'd spent a-, a great deal of time with the day before right. showed up with challenge coins. Yeah, oh, great. Massachusetts yeah. Uh, state those. police yeah. challenge coins, and she, which are, for people who don't know, they're these coins that uh, the state state troopers carry around. Well, also, a lot of soldiers, like a lot of different... Soldiers carry them around. Men in uniform, men and women in uniform. Yeah, and, and as the legend goes, if you are out at a bar and you meet one of those people if these guys meet each other and you present the challenge coin if the other person doesn't have their challenge coin they owe you a drink right i think they owe everyone a drink everyone in the bar yeah oh jesus fuck I'm, yeah dude dude i'm gonna start let's raise the stakes right yeah How, what I, I we have i have i know i have uh, a u.s marines challenge i got a marines one, one. i now have the massachusetts one we have a, I have a california one i think i have one more california highway patrol one okay uh, I don't remember what other one I have, but I've got a bunch of them. I, th- I feel like it's another branch of the military. Maybe I have. Um, all right. What else was different, though? I mean, that was uh. Well, the uh, other, the other thing was this was this was the first time that obviously when we made the f- the first movie, we would go out in town and we walk around. We'd all have our mustaches, and people would just be like, "Oh, who are those guys with the mustaches?" Right. This is the first time we've all been out together as uh, basically in. 
as the Super Troopers with our mustaches. Yeah. And that was something that was different. Like uh, when we would go places, we'd all have our high and tight haircuts and our mustaches. mustaches. So it was quite obvious. (laughs) It was quite obvious. those guys? And we're in a college town. Right. Um, And so there was, you know, we were... It's a lethal combination. Yeah, it's it. You know, it's it's one of those situations we talk about where you know there's a lot of things being sent to you, <laughs> and uh, you know, shit, shit. Um, but we had a great time. It was great, and we shot a lot of great stuff. Yeah. I mean, oh and, god. And, uh, what are you getting? You know, I'm so curled up over on the couch here. Uh, but no, we. I mean, it was fantastic. It was exciting to shoot it. Uh, the scenes are great. Everyone, you guys are gonna love it. Uh, and we have a little ways to go, so we're going to do three or four more weeks of shooting. So um, yeah, uh, we take a little break now, and then we jump back in uh, 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 in a couple of months and finish this thing off. And uh, you're going to see it and love it. Yeah, and um, for all the people who contributed to the Indiegogo campaign, again, thank you, because this would not have been possible yeah. um, without you. And it's uh, good. I mean, it's just big, funny stuff with a lot of fun cameos of of actors that you love. That I'm not going to tell who they are, but uh, I mean, people were, I, I, I I had a great time. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, we had. You know, also, I, I, and I, I, we can say this because uh, these things were, you know, uh, you know, P. Hortz, Pamela Horton, and uh, Beth Williams, mm-hmm. our friends from the lovely. A Playboy periodical. Yeah, they made it, they make an appearance. They uh, they came out and they you know they they, uh, yeah. they tweeted some stuff out. Coxie, Coxie, and that's it though. We can't talk about that's the it. four or five other people. We can't talk about them. We can't. We shan't. We won't. We don't want to ruin it for you. No, uh, we shan't ruin it for you. We shan't. But uh, anyway, and to the people of uh, that area of the country, thank you for your hospitality. Yeah, thank you, God. It was such a pleasure. Uh, everyone. You know, the the people who worked on this crew, the cops that were in the town, the restaurants, the bar owners. At the hotel. By the way, Kathleen at the front desk yeah. is pissed at you. Why? Because, like, when I was, when I was leaving on, um, uh, you know, to drive to New York City to yeah. see my dad, I was, I was checking out. It was, it was, uh, you know, I checked out at 2. Right. And uh, she was there, and she's like, God, you know, I can't believe it. You know, every, everyone's leaving. And I was like, yeah. And, and she's like... I was like, "Well, thank you for everything. You were you were awesome." She's like, "Everybody said g- goodbye to me." I was like, "I was like, really?" She's like, "Yeah, everybody." She's like, "There was one more guy," and, and I was like, "Oh, who's uh, who's still here?" She's like, "Well, Kevin." And I was like, "I was like, Kevin's gone." <laughs> and she's like, "What are you talking about?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh yeah, Kevin left at like uh, noon." Yeah, that was uh, you know they they drove to uh, to Boston to fly out of here, and she was like. He didn't even say goodbye. Everybody said goodbye except for Kevin. <laughs> oh, and I was like, Kevin's not a goodbye kind of guy. He just he just see you next time. That's me. Yeah, he, didn't, he didn't stop for any hugs and kisses. Sure. And uh, and she was like, you know, she she's like those Heffernan boys. She said, you know what, Patrick made his mother cry this morning. Right. I was like what? And she's like, yeah. I, I, she was like, I was down here, and Patrick saw his parents. And he gave his mom a hug goodbye and said, I'll see you in another year and a half. And his mother started crying. I was like, that fucking Patrick Heffernan. And she's like, and now I find out Kevin didn't even stop to say goodbye to him. She's like, Jay came and gave me a, a special hug. I was like, I bet he did. Oh, Jesus. And she's like, Eric said goodbye. Paul said goodbye. And you're, you're coming to say goodbye? Right. You know, meanwhile, I was like, well, you know, no, no avoiding it. <laughs> just kidding. Well, I was parked in the back, so I just... Yeah. But I was also late. Like I, Because uh, I, I, I wanted to take all the footage so I could go through it. And so I started copying the footage off of Rich's drive. Yeah. And it was like one of those deals, you know, where you're copying shit and it's like, 
one hour, 1.5 hours to go. Yeah. And I'm like, holy fuck, I got to go to the airport. Yeah. And so I just did it and I ran out the back and left. Yeah. No, no, but don't worry, Kev. I know how you really are. I know, but uh, but that Kathleen was a nice was a nice super. Girl. They were all great there. Yeah, at the Marriott. Kathleen was like, I'd be walking before I even like crossed the plane to the lobby. She'd be like, "You want coffee?" <laughs> I'd be like, hey. It's like I'm not even in the room yet. You're asking if the I first want day. Coffee. Someone is she the one who gave? So no, not her. Somebody gave you donuts on the first day. Kathleen gave me donuts. I don't think it was Kathleen. That wasn't. I thought. Oh uh, no, else. no, it wasn't Kathleen. Yeah, it wasn't Kathleen. Somebody else gave you donuts. Yeah, somebody gave me donuts, and Jay took them away because he wanted everyone to be thin. Right. Even though every night he'd be eating dessert, and like I was like, <laughs> he was the biggest offender of those big dinners. Yeah, he, every night he went out for a gigantic dinner. Yeah, main offender, late yeah. night. But you know, I'd be eating my salads from Stop and Shop. Oh, by the way, but anyway, so Kathleen says next time she sees you, when we come back, she's gonna punch you in the stomach. Oh boy, okay. I said, That's the way to get him. Good, he okay. can't handle a gut punch. I would love it. I would love that. Yeah. It'd be fantastic. Anyway, um, okay. So that's that. Uh, uh, we're good here. Uh, that's that's. Ooh, hour fifteen. Okay. Okay. So, um, oh my 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 other frivolous topic. Yeah. Which I saved to the end. Yeah. Uh, was uh, we had a little uh, there was a little fantasy football matchup this week. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. And uh, I kicked the dick out of you. I kicked the ever loving dick out of you. Yeah. Well, let's. T- it's a tale of two quarterbacks. You had Drew Brees with your seven touchdowns. Yeah. And I had Ryan Fitzpatrick who got injured like, on the fourth. Fucking s- broke his thumb and then it was. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, but even that, I don't think that Ryan was going to compete in any way, even if he played a full game. Well, no, no. He's actually been a fine fantasy quarterback. He's been all right. And the Jets have been good. Uh, they've been Brandon okay. Decker, the last Chris couple Ivory, of weeks, they've been scoring. They've been, Their defense is good. Chris Ivory has been up and down. And uh, What's the Jets' record? Uh, f- three and four. Okay, so they're kicking ass. <laughs> yeah. Kicking ass. They're kicking ass. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, yeah, I went against Drew Brees, and I've just been having the worst fantasy football season. Yeah. My yeah. first round pick in every league has gotten Le'Veon Bell in one league. So is mine. Des Bryant in two other leagues. Le'Veon Bell, and then for me, uh, uh, Charles, Jamal Charles. Yeah, and I've just been killing people. It's like I traded for Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, I've been through this. Yeah. Traded for Tevin Coleman, who was the starter of the Falcons. He got injured that game, then Devonta Freeman stepped in and just seized Became the, the top running back in the league. In the world. Wow, wow, wow. All I'm trying to say, Lemmy, is I kicked the living crap out of you this weekend. Yeah, my, my season might be done. There's still a chance, but like... What are you, like two and... I'm two and six. Woo! Yeah. Defending, back-to-back defending champion. I know, I know. But what have you done for me lately? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. What's your record? Four and four. Okay. There's a, we have an eight and O team. I don't I know if he's ever had an eight and O team. I know, but I think I think he's about to go down because he almost lost this weekend, uh, and he he had a few of these big injuries. I think he had Keenan Allen and uh, Steve Smith, or you know, he had a few of these. He lost a few of these guys. Okay, he might have had Le'Veon. Okay, I'm not sure. Okay, but, uh, lot of uh, not to dwell too much on fantasy football. A lot of uh, injuries this. Oh season. my god! Like this week, players. I lost like my entire starting lineup. In one of my leagues, I lost Le'Veon Bell, Steve Smith, and Keenan Allen. It's, Three guys who are fucking killing it are out for the year. It's really scary. I mean, you think about yeah. like the Jamal Charles and Matt Forte, and yeah. you know uh, uh, Roethlisberger and Tony Romo and yeah. uh, and um, Aaron Foster and, and Jordy Nelson. Aaron Foster, yeah. I mean, geez, these guys are dropping like flies. Yeah, like you, if you look through the, it's amazing if you look through the running back kind of roster to see you know who's picked where or whatever like half these guys are gone now 
You know what I think we should do? From now on, when we do fantasy football talk, I think we should do some lady talk, too. Somebody, what do you mean? Well, you know, like... There are uh, a lot of ladies who play fantasy football. You know, well, I know, but you like... Sexist, I think your wife was saying... She's like, you know, you talk about fantasy football a lot. That's why I saved it to the last. People can turn it off. <laughs> yeah, I know. People are done. <laughs> Only the diehards are still here. But uh, but she was like, you know, you should, you know, say something. Like, women listen to your podcast, too. Like, you, yeah. You, you know, so I'm going to start... I'm a new feature on the Chew Crew. Okay. I'm chewing it. It's called Lady Time. I know, but then you should put people in boxes because uh, 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 there are a ton of women that play fantasy football. Tons of them. Okay, well, there's tons and of And just guys. my wife doesn't. There's tons of guys who would like to hear uh, our insights on women. <laughs> okay. 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 Do we do that right now or should yeah, we save that for next time? Here's a tip. Oh, wait. I, this is, now it's just becoming a tip yeah. for guys. I'm yeah, gonna, now it's you becoming okay, a sexist No, no ladies. Oh, no. You know what it was? We talked about this. We're going to give ladies insights on men. Okay. Okay, ladies. Here's a tip for you about men. <laughs> the quickest way to our heart is through our stomachs. How's that? How's that? Lady time. Yeah, through our balls. See, you ruined it. Ah, fuck. You ruined it. What do you mean? But our honestly, acorns. there's nothing like a good... Uh... Okay, anyway. And all right, so next time we do, we have a, la- a segment called Lady Time, then. That's, I'm all about the ladies, Kevin. Okay, fine. Fuck Let's do it. Fuck all y'all dudes. <laughs> fuck all you all dudes. Yeah. All right, next uh, episode, uh, we will have a Lady Time moment. Okay. But this episode's done. We're we're a buck twenty here, so let's get out of let's here. Get out of here, bro. I think everyone was uh, excited to hear about Super Troopers too. A little update. Um, a little update. You know what? I'm eating something. I'm eating the pulled pork pot pie from Jimmy's Tavern in Amherst, Massachusetts, because that was really? my favorite dish. I'm gonna eat a double cheeseburger from Dimpus Burger. You don't like that? I what's, do like it. I do like what's it. What's that look on your face? It it was a nice call. Oh, nice. look. I'm eating a Dimpus Burger. With spit on it? Mm-hmm. With a little bit of spit. Uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, get some tickets to go see us in San Diego, American Comedy Company, December 10th, 11th, and 12th. And everyone tweet uh, Kevin to wish his wife a happy birthday. <laughs> there you go. All right. Lady Chew time. Crew, love you. Lady time. Talk to you next week. Bye, ladies. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 